I'm Alex Wong, and the Wong Takes start now. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Wong Takes. It is April 28th, 2019, and today we are doing something a little bit different. For the first time ever, we've got a guest on the show today. Please welcome Noah Strauss. Hey, what up, homies? We out here. Uh, Noah is a football aficionado in the truest sense of the word. So today, we are going to talk about the NFL draft. And we're kind of improving this a little bit on the fly, because... We didn't spend too much time preparing for it. But that's beyond the point. And we're going to start this show. Well, first of all, how are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing good as well. As you can see, uh, improv. Let's start with the first pick of the draft. It was held in Nashville this year. And the Arizona Cardinals started out by taking Kyler Murray. Yikes. Uh, What a terrible pick. I... I think it's such a waste of a first-rounder, especially the first overall. Like, I don't know. You could have added Nick Bosa. You could have added Quinn and Williams, but you chose a short um, short quarterback who I think is – I think it would be decent, but, you know, I think it's a waste. Last year with Oklahoma, he threw for 4,300 yards, 69% completion percentage, and obviously took them – uh, to the playoffs. So what do you think about all that? <laughs> Look, I, I'm not saying he's a bad quarterback, but, you know, there's a lot of people who succeed in college, and there's a lot of people, and, and it's people who don't do that well in real football. And I, I, I don't think Kyler Murray's a bad a pick. I just think he went way too early, and the Cardinals have so many needs, and a quarterback wasn't really one of them. I mean, Josh Rosen played one season behind that, God awful team, and and you're judging his whole career based off that one season. I I just think it's too early to give up on him. Yeah, I mean, I kind of agree with that. But I I saw this stat last year where like the Cardinals were last in like total offense and uh, total yards and like rushing and passing yards. Uh, but yeah, I think you got to give Josh Rosen more time. I mean, he didn't play too. I mean, he didn't play to Kyler Murray's level, but. He performed really well in college, too, and at a Pac-12 school, no less. Uh, so I think they should have given him more time. But now he's headed to Miami. Yeah, that's actually – I think that is as good as it gets, I think. I mean, it's a win-win on both sides, I guess. I, I, or I think the Cardinals lose, but a lot of – I mean, it's not terrible. Um, I think Miami solves their quarterback issue. Give Rosen, you know, a year or two, and I think he'll actually be a decent quarterback. Um, I don't know. It's just like I I believe in Josh Rosen. I think he has the tools that a good quarterback has to succeed. I just think he needs a little bit of time to develop, and I think a team that will give him that time and give him and surround him with talent has a potentially a star quarterback. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the good thing about the Dolphins is that they're by no means in, like, a win-now mentality, right? Yeah, they I were... Mean, they haven't won anything meaningful in, like, a really long time. So I don't think the fan base is going to be, like, upset as, say, 
I don't know, the Niners fan base might be about having two or three seasons of development where they go like six and ten. Yeah, no, like I mean I mean the the Miami was just in tank for two mode. I, I think I think Miami's so weird because they always have like a couple stars, but they end up just not doing anything. And they're in that like weird area between tank and and like succeeding. I mean the whole the whole AFC East has done that for like that's true fifteen years. Although I will say, um, I think the Jets and I think the um, the Bills both got really really good picks. Um, uh, the Jets got Quinn and Williams, this defensive tackle at um, Alabama, and um, the Bills got Ed Oliver, defensive tackle at Houston. I think. Especially the Ed Oliver pick was an absolute steal. I thought Ed Oliver was a top five prospect, at least for me. I thought Quinton Williams was number one. So, yeah, uh, we'll actually going to talk about Quinton Williams in a little bit. Um, but wrapping up on Kyler Murray, I think part of the reason he might succeed is because his game isn't really gimmicky, right? I mean, he is short, but he's not the type that only was able to succeed because he was faster than all the deep defensive tackles in college, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, he is a good pocket passer, and I think he has a chance to do well. Yeah, I um, think but I, it's risky for sure. I, yeah, I think there's a lot of bust potential in Kyler Murray. I think, I mean, I think he has the tools to succeed, but I, I just think he was a waste of a first overall pick. I, I think the Cardinals probably could have waited and traded down and have gotten him, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, right, I'm, second second overall pick. The San Francisco 49ers, Nick Bosa, defensive end out of Ohio State. I, as a Niners fan, I'm so happy we got Nick Bosa. I'm so happy the Cardinals didn't pick him. I mean, Nick Bosa is is one of those players that you plug in and you get 10 sacks per season for like the next 10 years. I mean, he's not he's not necessarily like a generational pass rusher, but he's he's pretty damn reliable. Um, yeah, that's what I think. I mean, no one really sees any weaknesses in his game, and I don't either. The only thing is he only played three games last year uh, before he had a season-ending injury, and there's always the injury risks that hurts, especially big guys, right? I mean, if you're yeah, yeah. putting that much strain uh, on every down, uh, going up against guys who are of your stature, uh, mm-hmm. there's always the injury risk, but, I mean, talent-wise. Yeah, no, he's extremely talented. I mean, he's he's like... I mean, I've seen a lot of things where he's essentially just Joey Bosa, but maybe a little, like, there's slight differences, but I think, I mean, he's, he's, you basically plug him in. I mean, there's, the only bust potential with Bosa is his injury, is the fact that the whole Bosa family gets injured a lot. <laughs> um, but, I mean, I I think he's as good as you get for a second second overall pick. I think he should have gone first overall, but um, I think we were lucky to have gotten him in. The second one. Yeah, and what do you think about the whole controversy with the tweets and everything? To be honest, I'm getting kind of tired of it. I mean, I don't think you should be just del- like smashing a guy for tweets a few or, or many years ago. I-, I don't think it's that big of a deal. I mean, it's like everyone's entitled to their own opinion. I don't, and, and like, I don't agree with some of the stuff he said, but. He's a damn good football player, and I think that's all that that's all I care about. I mean, he can he can believe whatever he wants. I think like, yeah, it's like one of those things where it's like, I mean, 
if he was extremely controversial, yeah, maybe that would make a difference. But, I mean, he deleted the tweets. I think he's been really professional about it. Yeah, and that's all you can really do at that point, right? Yeah, I mean, exactly. You don't know where you're going to go uh, in the draft. And it's not his responsibility to cater to everyone else. I mean, he, he did, which was nice for him, his PR move. But yeah. the Niners were going to give him big money anyway. doesn't really matter. Yeah, I mean, I mean we've seen what, like, these like whack personalities do to some players like AB. But I mean, at this point it's like, I mean, it's, he was professional about it. I think yeah. that's all you can ask for. So yeah. All right. Pick number three, Quinnen Williams, defensive tackle out of Alabama. I, it's absolute steal. I honestly, I think he fit the Cardinals scheme so well. I think he should have gone to the Cardinals, but I mean, Honestly, anyone but Kyler should have gone to the Cardinals. But I think Quinn Williams is extremely talented. I'm not going to be like, oh, I've seen the tape, but I've seen, like, YouTube highlights. And from what I can see, he's really damn good. Well, I mean, watching college football, part of it is that he was in the Alabama system, right? So not only do you get the coaching, but you also get the exposure. Yeah, um, yeah. The, the and, numbers and, speak for themselves. Well, like, it's one of those – I think he's one of those players that – I mean, a lot of people are like, oh, you know, he's – he has so much defensive talent around him that his he's elevated and he doesn't deserve to be where he is. But I think he elevates the people around him. I mean, he was, I'd say, the most deadly pass rusher on that team as a defensive tackle. I think it's crazy. I and and I mean, and he's like his in his interviews. I watched a couple. He's yeah, like he's a just big, an affable dude. Yeah, I know. He's like a big teddy bear. I really like that. I like. I would have liked if Nick Bosa was taken by the Cardinals at one. I would have been totally okay taking. Yeah, totally, totally. Two. Fifteen games last year, forty-five solo tackles, seventy-one total tackles, nineteen and a half for loss. Nineteen and a half is a giant number. Yeah, no, uh, he's he's crazy good. I think he's one of those players that you just stick in that defensive line, and he's going to be there for the next ten plus years. And you know he hasn't really gotten I mean, I don't know is he I don't think he's gotten injured so no not that I know of and I'm I don't want to say he's like oh he's he won't get injured but you know I think he's shown that he's pretty durable I mean he plays some rough football and he's stayed healthy so I think he's gonna be very very talented I don't I don't know if he's gonna be the next Aaron Donald a lot of people say that a lot of people say that about everyone <laughs> every defensive tackle but I think he's gonna be extremely productive He's going to put some pressure on Tom Brady, which is something I really want to see. Um, yeah, I think the NFC East should watch out because Quinn Williams is going to go ham this year. Number four pick, the Oakland Raiders, with all their <laughs> positions of need, take Cleland Farrell, surprising about 99% of people. Yeah, no, I, I don't – I think they should have taken Devin White. I mean, I mean, the Oakland Raiders have needs on the whole the whole team, um, and yeah, Edge was one of them. I don't know if Clanlin Farrell was necessarily the next best thing. I, I would have taken Josh Allen, but who dropped very far? I know he. I I expected Josh Allen to go top three, uh, but I mean, Clanlin Farrell. I think. I mean, I had my eyes on him for a little while, 
as a Niners fan back when before Cardinals were like, oh, let's blow our first overall on Kyler Murray. Um, and I thought he was – he's a good player, but I don't know if he's worth – I don't know if he's a top five pick. Yeah. Basically. Part of it – I mean, part of the allure is the experience, right? He's been in three college football playoffs. Yeah, no, uh, he's – On that def- on that dominant defensive line over at Clemson. Oh, I yeah. Mean, part of it is he was overshadowed by Christian Wilkins, who stayed there, I believe, four years, and also is just a really good all-around dude. I mean, um, so I, it got I a think, lot of the press. Yeah, no, I think he's going to be good. I don't know if he was – I mean, I think the Raiders probably could have traded down and have still gotten him. Um, I don't know that for certain. I don't um, – you know, he's a good player. I mean, I think, I think the consensus is like – I mean, everyone's reaction when they drafted him was like, who the hell is this? And that's not saying that he's a bad player, but I think there's a little – I don't know if it was worth fourth, and he's and I I don't think he's anywhere close to Cleo Mack, so yeah, that's a lot of the uh, also storylines, right? Yeah, it's I mean they traded Cleo Mack away for what two first rounders or something? Yeah, it wasn't very much. Yeah, and I don't know. I think it was. I don't know if it was a waste. I mean, we'll see. I don't know enough about Cleveland Farrell's game. I don't know how he's going to do in a professional system. I think. I think he'll be decent. I mean, he's got to be decent. I mean, he's picked fourth overall, so. That's not always the case. Uh, number five, Devin White goes to the Bucks, linebacker, LSU. I think he's good. I think Devin White's extremely good. I think he was a top five player. Um, I, I think Tampa Bay should be really happy. Um, Devin White, I think, is a really safe pick. I agree with that. Um, I think he has an extremely high floor and an extremely high ceiling. A lot of people compare him like Patrick Willis, which I don't know if that's a valid comparison, but you know, I think I think he's a pretty damn good player, and I think he really elevated that LSU defense. I think he's pretty versatile too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can fit him in a lot of schemes. Exactly, and I think I think Tammy Bay did really well. I think this is a good replacement for um, Quan, who went to the Niners. Um, actually, I think it's a really good replacement. It's probably an upgrade, to be honest. Um, yeah, I think Devin White. You just plug him in, and and I think he'll, I think he'll be a leader. I think he'll be extremely productive on the Tampa Bay. I think, I mean, Tampa Bay hasn't really had a defense in, I don't know how many years. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, I think partially that's because they go against so many high-powered offenses in that league, and I think Devin White has what it takes to, to slow him down a little. I think one one of the things that stuck out with me personally with Devin White was they played UCF in the Peach Bowl this year, and a lot of the narrative going into it was, is LSU going to care? Uh, because they had a really good season, and it, it, it was disappointing at the end. Um, and a lot of people were wondering if they were going to come out because they're playing this UCF team that's like all the rage, right? Mm. And, then, and then they won. Uh, and then at the end, Devin White was like, yeah, this means a lot. Um, and he seemed really emotional and just a leader. And, oh, yeah, no. And, and I think that's definitely something that, that, that carries. Yeah, I think Devin White's – I mean, I the vibe I get from Devin White is like um, – what is his name? Jamal Adams on the Jets. Yeah. And yeah, some guy who's just like extremely talented, comes in and is a leader on day one. Um, so, yeah, I think I think Tampa Bay got a really good, really good value out of Devin White for number five. Um, yeah. You think we could say the same about number six? 
Hell no. New York Giants selected <laughs> Daniel Jones, quarterback out of Duke. Gut reaction. God, this is... I Okay, I'm a firm believer that the the Giants should have just, just padded that O-line to help Saquon out. But no, they pick Daniel Jones, which is like... I, I, I didn't even think he was... I, I thought he was maybe a fringe first-rounder. I know quarterbacks are a huge need, but when Dwayne Haskins is on the board, you know, some, someone who's, like, proven to be fairly talented, you, you, pick, you pick Dwayne Haskins. I mean, I read this thing where Daniel Jones lost to, like, what was it, a 0-11 team or something by – I don't remember. I saw this somewhere on Reddit. But <laughs> essentially, Daniel Jones, I think he's very inconsistent. I think he's, he reminds me of – I think his ceiling is Andy Dalton. I mean, <laughs> which is which is fine. I think I think he'll be like a very very average starter at best. Is it more accurate, perhaps, to say the ceiling is Eli Manning? <laughs> I'm I looking. Mean, okay, I'm looking at the NFL website. He looks exactly like Eli Manning. Like I I'd, know. I'd, I'd heard that before, but I'm looking at him. He looks like like the face structure. Oh well, yeah, yeah. He's no. like exactly the same. He's the guy. Who, if they made a movie about Peyton Manning, he's the guy that played <laughs> Eli Manning. No, I mean a lot of people think they chose him because that was that was like an, that was that was an Eli disc disguised as a Daniel Jones disc. Yeah, I know. It's and then what else? Like, like those memes where it's like Gettleman wanted the star from Duke, yeah. didn't realize that he was a basketball player or whatever. It, it, I think, I think they need to give him a chance. He was drafted at six. Well, obviously. So they obviously are going to give him a lot of opportunities. But, I mean, you give away OBJ. So you're already limiting how much Daniel Jones can do. You're already removing some of the weapons he can use. And, and then... I agree that they six. should have built this team around Saquon. At six? Why would you pick him at six? They could have gotten Josh Allen or they could have gotten, I don't know, anyone else. Just not Daniel Jones. But we'll see. I, I don't think he's going to do very well. I think they're going to pick a quarterback next year. <laughs> Which I think they should have done. They should have picked the best players this year. I mean, it's a really good quarterback draft next year. Yeah, next – wait, what? Good quarterback draft. I know. Year. Next year's quarterbacks are going to be crazy good. It'll be maybe Tua a – Tua and such. Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, Tua uh, – I think Trevor is, Lawrence is a freshman. He might be coming out next year. I'm not sure. I don't know. Uh, Justin Herbert. Yeah. I think he's good. Jake Fromm. Given that, I think they're all going to declare for the draft. I think that's a really, really strong quarterback class. and they, I mean, this year's was fairly weak, at least compared to last year's. Um, like, I put yeah. I put Dwayne Haskins, who I think was the number one quarterback in this draft, or at least the safest. I'd put him probably on the same level as Rosen. Um, I don't know. I think Daniel Jones is a waste. You could have gotten him way later. But, I mean, if you're in the NFC East, you're – Probably pretty happy right now. I mean, the Giants basically kicked themselves out of playoff contention for a couple of years at least. That definitely has that potential. <laughs> Wrapping up our run-through of the top picks, number seven, Jacksonville Jaguars in what is a crazy steal. I know. Take Josh Allen, the edge rusher, out of Kentucky. That's crazy. I think Josh Allen, everyone expected to go top three or, like, top yeah, five. Yeah, definitely. Um and I think 
Josh Allen is just, what is it, raw athletic talent. Um, I think give him some time to, to um, develop behind um, is it Calais Campbell. Yeah, Calais Campbell. Yeah, he's extremely good. I think you give Josh Allen some time to develop behind um, an extremely polished edge rusher like Calais, and you're going to have a crazy good pass rusher. Um, and, and I think if Josh Allen doesn't work out in an edge, you can just plug him in as a linebacker. So I think he's pretty bust-proof. I mean, they've got him now, Miles Jack, Campbell, as you mentioned, Jalen Ramsey, A.J. Boye. I mean, this defense, if we thought it was good in previous years. It's got to be good now. It's going to be, it's gonna be something else. It's going to be something else, though. Yeah, I think, I think it'll be interesting. I don't – will they be as good as what they were two years ago? I don't know. That, that's really hard to replicate. Yeah. But, I mean, if you can get constant pressure, I mean, that yeah, 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 uses think... everything else up. If Josh Allen and Kalas Campbell can put some extreme pressure on the quarterback and force him to throw some bad balls, you got Jalen Ramsey and AJ Boye who can just clean those up. Um, so yeah, I think I think Josh Allen was a pretty damn good pick. I mean, I I think he would not have gone past seven. I think he wouldn't have. I mean, if if the Jags didn't pick him, I think the Lions would have picked him, and I think the Jags yeah, definitely. Yeah, and I think the Bills would have picked him. But, yeah, I think it's really, really good pick. Okay, so now we're going to take a look at the 49ers of their pick, because we are Niners fans, uh, in the first three rounds. The 36th overall pick out of South Carolina, the wide receiver, Debo Samuel. Um, pretty versatile, I'd say. I think, look, look I trust Shanahan. If Shanahan thinks he's good, I'm, I'm all on that train. I don't know if I would have picked him over A.J. Brown, who I think also is really good. Um, I really wanted to kill Harry, but he was picked already. Yeah, I did too. Um, but, I, yeah, I think I think people say he's going to be pretty good. I think he has potential to be the wide receiver one on the Niners. Um, do I think we should have picked him over Greedy Williams? I don't know. Or Nasir Adderley, who's a safety, who is a huge position of need on the Niners. Um, yeah, that secondary is. Yeah, weak. well, it's we have a lot of injury-prone players. Um, if everyone can remain healthy, I think it's average, maybe. Uh, with the, with um, Richard Sherman and um, the the Chargers guy we just signed, um, who always gets injured. I mean, I, 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 we say this every year. It, it's all up to whether or not the team can stay healthy. And if they can, I think we have a pretty decent defense. I mean, the defensive line's crazy. Yeah. Um, now that we got... Uh, we got Bosa, we got Bosa, D4, D4, Buckner. Solomon Thomas will finally Also play. throwing Quan in the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to help a lot. We, I think our 4-3 system, at least the linebackers and the, the line is going to be good. The secondary, I think is whatever. It's not great, but it's not terrible. I mean, Richard Sherman's really damn good. How do you think the Niners are going to do next year? I'm predicting 7-9. and nine. Uh, I think we got a pretty tough schedule, I think. Um, yeah, the road schedule's not... I mean, it's, it's not super good teams, but we have to go there, which is disappointing. Yeah. Um, I think we're going to go 10-6. Um, 
actually wait. Let me let me pull up the Niners schedule. All right. So the schedule is Bucks on the road to open up the season, Bengals on the road, not Steelers at home, Browns at home, Rams on the road, Redskins on the road, Panthers at home, Arizona on the road, Niner or uh, Seahawks at home. Cardinals at home, Packers at home, Ravens on the road, Saints in New Orleans, Niners in Santa Clara, and then the Rams at home and end at CenturyLink in Seattle. Okay. Um, I think... I don't know how we're going to do. It, it all depends on whether a team can stay healthy. I think the Rams games are going to be tough. The Seahawks games are going to be tough. The... I mean, I think the whole schedule is fairly difficult. I mean, I would like to see us make the playoffs, but um, I mean, we're certainly going to do better than this year. Well, obviously, um, with Jimmy Garoppolo coming back. Yeah, exactly. Will we do better? How how much better we'll do? I don't know. I hope we do a lot better. <laughs> I mean, I want I want to see sixteen and zero, but I don't think it's going to happen. Okay, so that's all for the NFL draft. It was a fun discussion. Yeah. And we are going to do a segment that I've been doing for a while here, um, and it's called The Quick Take. And literally all it is is I'll read a story and then you react to it. And it's just one. Okay. And I picked an NFL one because, well, you're here. Uh, From Timothy Rapid Bleacher Report. NFL rumors, Redskins and Broncos would have drafted Daniel Jones before the Giants at number 17. <laughs> I don't know. What have we seen Daniel Jones? I don't get it. I don't Why? Yeah, I honestly. Just why? I'm not sure either. Is he just, like, super charismatic or something? I don't... Like, maybe he's, like, so charismatic that he charms him and he's, like... Everyone's just like, oh my god, we have to pick this guy. But... Why? I mean, it's... Part of it, I think, is just... Arm talent? Question mark? I mean, he put up decent numbers at Duke. I mean... Um, yeah, but... Uh, decent numbers equals sixth overall? I don't know. Yeah, and I, I think... Yeah. There's no way he would have had a pick that would have merited it, I think. Yeah. At, at that early. Yeah, I know. I Like, the rest of the Giants draft wasn't even terrible. I mean, it's just like, it's like this, a report card, you got all A's, and then you got a fat F for getting the Jones. <laughs> it's... It's it, it's not worth it. I think they've gambled too much yeah, on Daniel Jones. I, I think you have to be more secure at that spot. Yeah. All right, this has been a big Daniel Jones bash fest and Giants jet bash fest. Look, um, look I think Daniel Jones can be potentially decent, but I don't know if it's going to happen, and I don't know if you gamble a six-round pick on that. Six overall. Six overall, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Whatever. Not my problem. I don't care about the Giants. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, the rest of the NFC East 
is really, really chilling. I mean, Redskins? Oh, my God. They yeah. got some really good picks. Yeah. And then, I mean, yeah. The Redskins, I think, are the team to fear in the NFC East now. I mean, they, they had a decent defense before Alex Smith got absolutely clobbered. Yeah, I remember that. That was gruesome. That was nasty. Um, I think the Redskins won the draft. In my opinion, I think the Redskins won the draft. But I think they're going to be – I think they will win the NFC East this year. Mark it down. I think – okay, I think the Eagles also have a chance – I think the Cowboys is going to be the team that like when, there's always a team that like kind of falls off. Yeah. To me, that's the Cowboys. I think I think they're good. I just don't trust Dak Prescott. There's there's validity to that, and you can't trust him until he yeah. And I think like if if the Cowboys can get free wins from the Giants and the Redskins last year, I don't. They I mean they would have probably gone to the playoffs maybe I don't know but. I mean, that's to me, that's a fairly easy division. Um, you have divisions like the NFC North and the AFC North. Or wait, AFC South, kind of. Who there's like there's like obvious like huge competition, and then you have the NFC East, which is kind of like the stupid cousin or something. You're just kind of like. <laughs> I mean, the Eagles did win the Super Bowl two years ago. Yeah, but I mean. The, they got no money. Yeah, they're banking on Carson Wentz not not getting injured, um, which I think is now the Nick Foles is gone. Not something you want to rely on, but I don't know. I think NFC will be interesting, but not very good. I don't think any of them are gonna go far in the playoffs, may, except for maybe the Redskins or the Eagles, but one or the other. Okay, and now, finally, we will do off-topic again. And now that we have Noah here, we just had our prom on Friday. Yeah. And we... So what What do you think? It was very good. What made it not very good? It, the DJ sucked. Yeah, I mean, okay, so if you have a school dance, right? Yeah. The, I think part of the DJ's role is to build momentum throughout the night. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. You, you can start with, like the kind of eh songs or even start with like more R&B stuff and then you move toward like the bangers at the end. Exactly. Right? He, he, Our he, DJ did the opposite. Yeah, I know. He did the opposite. He played all the good stuff at the beginning and then played this, like they played like, like Spanish music for like a solid 10 minutes. Which is, by the way, something I enjoy, but play it at like 8.30. Yeah, don't play it at, don't play it half at an 10:30. hour And also there were no slow dances. There was one and a half. There was okay. There was one right before the prom royalty. Right. And wait, what was the other one? It was no the the last song. That wasn't a slow dance. Yeah, it wasn't. But people were dan- slow dancing to it because uh, he said it was the last song, and it was like some slowed down R and B thing, and so everyone thought it was must be a slow dance. Yeah, no, me, me and my date, we we left halfway through. <laughs> no, it was, and then and it was like. I don't know. It just like all the bangers were in the middle. Which yeah, was yeah, yeah. A huge disappointment. Um, it was disappointing. I, I think it was a. I mean, if you want to run a good school dance, it, it's majority of it is the DJ. It is because the DJ. everyone else can make it fun. Like you don't need amenities. 
Like, I don't think I left the dance floor to, except to go to the bathroom the whole night. Well, yeah, no, there was, like, air what? hockey on the second floor. Okay, like, yeah, Why? but, like, <laughs> no one uses it, right? Yeah, It's no. literally all about the music. And... It's all the DJ and... And, and like, look, okay, okay, I think a sign of a good dance is, like, at the end, everyone's, like, one more song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one said that. No one said that. Everyone's trying to leave. And it's, like, God, it's such a shame. Like, yeah, it is really a shame. Formal was good. Did you go to Formal? Yeah. Yeah, Formal was good. Formal was good. People chanted one more song at the end. And Homecoming, too. I didn't didn't go to Homecoming. Okay, well, it was. It was like that. But, come on. And they play, okay, and they also play a lot of, like, really really sus songs with like the n-word in it and they're like baiting people to say it and i'm like come on man like play some okay but to be fair like the songs that get people the most jumping I that's like that. true but like i don't think you can really Friday? fault them for that uh, yes yes <laughs> that is very problematic that song is like so many levels is problematic i thought it was funny i mean i didn't you know i don't i don't say it so yeah, yeah. Yeah. Me neither, uh, obviously. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, is there anything else about prom that you found particularly enjoyable or unenjoyable? Um, uh, not really. I mean, yeah, I mean, okay, so my reaction just overall was it was very collectively mediocre. It wasn't particularly great. It wasn't horrible. I mean, it ran without a hitch, right? I mean, that's... I mean, yeah, it was... Okay. Yeah, yeah, It wasn't... It wasn't, like, horrible. It wasn't, like... Plus, the venue was nice. Yeah, yeah. The, the SF Gallery, nice. yes. Kind of. You you go two blocks to, to the is it, west, and it's just garbage and homeless people. Okay, but no one goes there. But yeah, no one goes there. But, like... Yeah, I mean, for me, the only fun part about it was just hanging out with friends. Yeah, And yeah, stuff. Yeah. Um... Which should be, you know, at every... Which is what it should be. Which is what it should be, but, I mean, good good music is very much appreciated. And that's the moral of the story, friends. It's not about the destination. It's about the friends you make along the way. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to The Wong Takes. Check it out everywhere. Bit.ly slash The Wong Takes. Patreon.com slash The Wong Takes. Wong Takes at gmail.com. Rate and subscribe on iTunes and Google Play. Uh... Thank you so much, Noah, for stopping by. No problem. It was fun. I, yes. I, I like talking about this kind of stuff. Wouldn't mind doing this again. Maybe yep. with a little more preparation next time. Yeah. But anyway, uh, thanks so much for listening. We're not going to have an episode on Tuesday because this is that. Um, but two Tuesdays from now, probably. Uh, thanks so much for listening. and I will see you next week. Say bye, Noah. See ya. Goodbye. <laughs>